Thank you, Brother Jerry. Yes, sir. Looking around. Thank God for Brother Jerry. One song later today. But God brought him through. Yes, sir. How's everyone? It's good to be in the house of God. Good to be at another worship service. You know, I'm amazed so often you hear people use the term, it's the Lord's Day, and it is. And back when I was growing up, the Lord's Day meant church folks hung out together. Whether you hung out at the church building all day or hung out with each other doing visitation uh, at people's homes or at the hospital or whatever, you went out singing to encourage somebody. But now, you know, you think about it, people say, oh, it's the Lord's Day. But we need to hurry up and get out of church. <laughs> well, if it's the Lord's Day, what's the hurry that you're going to do? Amen. If it's not for the Lord. Amen. So I'm thankful for you who have come out this evening, those of you who have returned from this morning. Amen. And regardless of what you may see others do, you remain faithful in the world. You remain faithful. And let me give you a little insight on something. The Lord says there will only be a few that will be saved. Yeah. Yeah. I challenge you and encourage you to be among that few. Man. And don't be steered away because of what others are doing. Man. Because of the, the, the lack of reverence that others may have for the Lord's day. You know, we, people are debating everything concerning giving reverence to God and serving God. Yeah. Why, why do I need to come back? Why do I even need to attend at all? How come me just believing in God can't be enough? Well, the answer I give to people is this. God is a spirit. Yeah. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Now, that's John 4. Nobody knows better of how they want to be worshipped than God. Amen. And God has left some instructions. Yeah. And the last time I checked, his instructions were not open for debating, for change. Just obey. Just obey. Man. Follow the instructions. Have the true love in your heart that you ought to. Many of the questions you may have concerning why, why, why will be answered through the scriptures. Man. Well, not many, all. Yeah. You want to be here because, number one, you love God. Man. And the other reason is you're commanded to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, mind. Man. And if God is the object of your love and the focal point in your life, why would you not want to be here on the Lord's day yeah. to sing praises, yeah. 
to pray, to be in communion with him. And spend time with not only him, but with his people. Amen. It amazes me how, how much many people want to be out in the world among worldliness, but yet when they die, they want to go to heaven. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Amen. It's still the Lord's day. Amen. We still should assemble ourselves together. We still are commanded to provoke one another unto good works. Amen. Hebrews 10, 24, 25, as we see the day approaching, right? Yeah. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Right. Be encouraged. If nobody else holds true, you make sure you hold true. Amen. Whether you know it or not, God destroyed all the life on this earth one time with a flood. Yeah. And the Bible says only eight souls yeah. were spared. Amen. Eight. I bring that up in discussion. People say, well, it probably wasn't as many people on earth as it is now. I don't care if it was only a hundred. <laughs> if only eight were saved, that, that, that's a bad percentage. Yes, it is. That's a very low percentage. Yeah. If only eight out of a hundred, but I know it was more than eight. And if God did it once, don't think he can't do it again. Matter of fact, he promised, not with a flood, but I'm going to burn this place up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You make sure you are among that number. Yeah. When it comes to rendering service and being faithful and being a servant of God, you make sure you are counting among that number. Yeah. Don't base your service to God on what others are doing or what they're not doing. That's right. Amen. Keep this as the Lord's day in your heart. Amen. Be true to God. Yeah. We were talking earlier, right before we came over, about how I get called sometimes. People say, I tried to call you all day Sunday. I said, and your point. Yeah. I said, where, where am I on Sunday? Well, you're in church. I said, well, why are you calling Sometimes, folks, you have to reaffirm to people that you are serious about your relationship and your worship to God. Amen. Amen. Well, if you know I'm in worship, why are you calling me? That's right. That's right. I tell people, my immediate family, no better than to dial my number on yeah. Sunday mornings yeah. and at 3 o'clock. Yeah. They know better. Number one, they know I'm not going to answer. Right. Somebody asked me one, well, what if somebody died in your family? And I'm going to raise the woman. <laughs> Am I going to raise the dead by answering the phone? Are they going to stay warmer by you answering the phone? <laughs> I'm simply saying, keep the respect unto God and give the respect unto God that he deserves. Amen. 
if this is our time of worship, render it unto God as such. Yeah. With reverence. Yeah. With respect. Yeah. I don't care what other folks are out there doing and saying. This is a time of holiness, of worship. Yeah. And God requires in order for it to be in spirit, I, there must be a connection. My mindset must be here. Yeah. Not somewhere else. That's right. Not somebody texting you, telling you what's happening out there in the street, or who just won what game, or who just got traded. Well, you sports fanatics. Yeah. I could, I, I could do just the same finding out later tonight that the Hulk's Wade Carmelo Anthony, you don't need to try to text me and call me in worship. That's right. That's right. What, what big of a deal is it? Carmelo ain't paying anything. That's right. And it can't be any bigger news than my Lord and Savior, what he has done for me and what he extends to you. Amen. Amen. Just wanted to throw that out there, folks. Yeah. Stand firm. This is the Lord's day. Amen. Keep it as the Lord's day. Amen. Don't let your cousins, siblings, your mama, or your dad separate you from the love of God. Amen. But brother man, that, that, that's my mama, that's my dad. And any man who loved mother, father, sister, brother, boy to me. Amen. Jesus said, it's not worthy. That's right. That's right. Matter of fact, Jesus phrased it this way. He said, any man who don't hate Father, mother, kindreds, children. He said, any man who don't hate them and love them more than him. He said, you're not worthy yeah. of me. Yeah. So is that a lesson that the Lord don't want you to respect your mom or dad? No, no, no. Keep it in context. Yeah. You put nobody not only before or above, you don't even put anybody on the same level. That's right. That's right. No person is worthy to be on the same level. We're not talking about before or even above. Not even on the same level. What did they do to even be on the same level? Right now. Of your God. Right now. What, what beloved son, what only begotten son did they give up yeah. to die on the cross that your sins and mine may be forgiven? That you and I who are alienated from God could be reconciled back unto him. Come on now. Not your mama, not your daddy, not mine, not any of us. That's right. Don't you put anybody on the same level with God. Man, one day you're going to stand in judgment. Yeah. Your mama won't be there to plead for you. Man. It's, it's, it's sickening and it's, and it's just heart wrenching. You watch the news. Most of the time you see these young men 
out there committing crimes and selling drugs and, and stealing cars and breaking into cars. And the next thing you know, the police come up on them, give them an order to stop or not to resist, and they want to fight or do something, and then here come mama. Don't bother my baby. Don't hurt my baby. Your baby broke the law. Yeah. Your baby broke the law. Yeah. And the same law you're going to break by putting mama, daddy, sister, brother, your siblings before God, you're going to stand before him one day. Your mama ain't gonna be able to run up there and tell the Lord. Don't, don't, don't handle my baby like that. Mm -hmm. Fear God. Yep. Keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. Is that alright? Alright. I'm about done. I had brother. Gerard to read the entire chapter of Matthew 25 because I believe Matthew 25 there's so much in there if a Christian said they can't find anything to do as a Christian reading Matthew 25 they have a comprehension problem Yeah. because so many things are outlined in that chapter that we need to be busy doing That's right. how we should be going about handling business for the Lord yeah but I want to share the reading from the front of the bulletin, and I hope everyone has one. The cycle of giving, which I found to be a very, very good offer. The cycle of giving. And I know the first thing pops in people's mind when they hear that word giving. Oh, no, the sermon on my wrong. <laughs> it says, it is back. Once something stops giving, it dies. Yeah. If the waters were to decide that they would pour it and not flow and give their current, not only would we suffer, but the water would be dead. Come stagnant like the Dead Sea. If I were to be so selfish that I did not want the plants to receive my carbon dioxide, it would become a poisoning agent and I would then die. If I were to eat and eat and eat and not defecate, my arteries would become clogged and I would die. What keeps us living is the ability to give freely. In Matthew 25, we find a young man whose inability to give cost him the most valuable thing he had. A relationship with God. However, his inability to give was not found in his talent, gold resource that God gave him, but rather in his implicit beliefs about God. Listen to me close on this. It's what he thought about God that hindered him, that hindered developing a true loving relationship with God. It's what he believed about God. He believed God to be harsh. Thus, he didn't believe he could be honest with God. 
how many of us walk around with destructive, implicit beliefs about God. This man received one talent. When the question arose, what did he do? He started talking about what I heard about you and what I knew about you. Notice, he, he, he gave no descriptions about how loving he was. Right. I knew you were a hard man. Yeah. I knew you were And what he had formed in his mind had developed to the point that he could not truly come into an intimate relationship with who God really is. And some of us have been through things in our lives that because we don't study and truly know who God is, some of us have allowed a barrier to be erected in our thinking of who God really is not. Some of us sad to say we see God as, as, as this big Big person sitting up in heaven just waiting up. Strike you dead and knock you down for any little thing you do wrong. Sad to say, many of us think of more harsh and negative things concerning God than we do of the loving things. He is full and abundant love. Yeah. How can you build a close relationship with somebody when you see more negative in them than good? This man said, I took the money, I took the talent, and I buried it. In other words, I figured if I give you back what you gave me, you all would be all right. You're going to get mad at me because I gave you back what you gave me. Well, I think the scriptures are clear. He wasn't happy. And he called him some names. And he called him some names that you and I would not be pleased with coming from God. What's blocking you from developing a more intimate relationship with God? What, how, how is it so easy for somebody you claim to love so strongly, how is it so easily, so easy you can walk away from this church right. and it not bother you? Uh-huh. After all that he's given and all of the suffering his son went through for you, how can you say, I love somebody so much, and we are so strong in our relationship, how can you so easily walk away? How can going out to the park take precedence over being in the presence of the Lord on the Lord's day? How can, how can somebody coming over to barbecue and bring beer and get drunk and probably end up calling the police because somebody's going to fight? 
or you'll end up ending a friendship because of the idiot juice that they drink. But you know, that juice has a way of bringing the truth out on how a person really think about what they really think about you. That's right. How can that supersede and be above coming together to worship God if you love him so much? Yeah. I'm a big advocate. I'm a big advocate for victims of domestic violence. I'm a big advocate for them for the simple fact it's wrong. Yeah. It's wrong for a man to put his hand on a woman. It's wrong, it's wrong for a woman to put her hands on a man. Yeah. It's not the way God designed. Yeah. But do you not know some women remain in relationships of abuse? A man will come home every day or every other day if he don't physically abuse her, he might verbally abuse her, emotionally abuse her, all types of abuse. And you know what she said? She said, I'm gonna stay. Because really, I just believe he loves me. And we say to ourselves, why? How can a woman remain in a relationship like that when he's doing her or she's doing him so bad. Yeah. I ask the question, how after God so loved the world and gave his only begotten son, how can you so easily forsake Worship it, the assembly, and encouraging one another. How can you so easily allow something in the world to come between you and the love of God? It's so strange. And you would think it would be the reverse. That regardless of what may occur, who may say something to offend you, who may hurt your feelings in church, that you would say, stay. And you would think in the abusive relationship, somebody would easily just walk away. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? It's just the opposite. Something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong in both. Something's even greater wrong when you can walk away from God at the flip of a hand. Something's wrong. Yeah. What's 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 hindering you from being the giving person and developing and becoming the giving person you ought to? When you read Matthew 25, oh, there's so many lessons in there. Being prepared. Are you prepared? Or you hanging out with people who are unwise, or better yet, the Bible said five were wise and five were foolish. How is hanging around foolish people going to bring you closer to God? Matter of fact, you read that lesson, sympathizing with foolish people will cause you to lose your soul. They had the same opportunity to trim their lamps and bring their oil. But obviously, something else had a higher priority in their lives. 
when the cry came, the bridegroom came, look at what they did. Hook me up. Help me out. <laughs> no. Get your own hook up. Go buy your own oil. So is that mean? Is that harsh? No. You had the same opportunity to be prepared. Don't lose your soul. Because of the foolishness and the failure of others to properly prepare. That doesn't mean you don't help people. It means you don't be foolish. Amen. Matthew 25 talks about people being in despair, people being in need, people being hungry. Lord, when did we see you hungry? When did we see you naked? When did we see you like this? As much as you've done it unto the least, on the least, you say you've done it unto me. Yeah. What's hindering you from being busy, helping those who are in need? always an opportunity to do good. Man. Always. Man. Last but not least, if you're blessed to be employed, God bless you every week or every two weeks or maybe once a month. He bless you with a, a paycheck, or I like to call it, he bless you with a, a bag of talents. And he says, I want to see what you do with this. I want to see if you love me enough to believe what I say. Give back unto me as you purpose and as you prosper. The scripture says, as we hear it read every Sunday, God loveth the what? Not only a cheerful giver, but he said, you know what? If you give, give how? Grudgingly, you know what? God don't have no favor with that. But if you give cheerfully, guess what? God is pleased. Yeah. You give with faith, knowing God is able to take care and provide and see you through whatever it is you're going to encounter. You give grudgingly, you know what? That's what you can expect back. That's right. You give cheerfully, abundantly, guess what? That's what you can expect to get back. That's right. We look at that man with that one talent and we said, man, how crazy was he? All he had to do was just do right with what was given to him. Investing. Well, I'm saying to you, all we have to do is do right with what 
he bless us with every payday and allow him to bless us. Because sometimes we wonder why it seems we have holes in our pockets. You know why it seems that way? Because your spirit of giving isn't right. And it's so sad, some of us, some people have developed this mentality. I'm talking about here at Locust Grove. Some people have has developed this mentality, well, well, wherever I come up short, the church will take care of it. That ain't how the church works, folks. The scriptures outline the mission of the church. And the church mission is not to take care of folks who are the poor stewards. And who ain't trying to do bad. And how can a person who loves God with desire to develop a mentality like that to abuse the work of the church? You don't go to your job and take stuff and steal stuff. I pray you don't. Just because it's there and because you need it at home. They define that as what? Stealing. What? You can lose your job for that. They can prosecute you. You go to jail for that, right? Well, what, what does God call it when you cheat him? Stealing. Man, just because she, just because Henry County or Locust Grove don't roll up out there and put handcuffs on you. Doesn't mean you're not guilty. But there will be a judgment day. How can you develop this loving relationship? How can you overcome the boundaries of being hindered and become a great giver and not dying? Trust God and have faith. Yeah. Hebrews 11 and 6. For without faith, it is impossible to please him. What if the rivers decided to just stop flowing? What if our body system decided I'm not going to release any more waste from my body? I'm going to become like you and you will give it. Man, what a mess we might have. Literally. What can separate us from the love of God? There's a whole list of questionable things that were asked. But the conclusion came to this. No. 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 And I encourage you, don't allow anybody, anything, to come between you and your God. Not your husband. Not your wife. Not your children. Not your relatives. Folks, we're going to stand one-on-one one day in judgment. Yeah.
they are not going to defend you. They won't be able to help you. But you're going to stand there. And if you keep God first and love him with all your heart, you can find yourself more in love with him than you've ever imagined. But you got to believe it. That's all I have to say today. It's a fact. It's a fact. Once something stops giving, it dies. You stop giving, spiritually, you're going to be dead. Of no use, no good for God. Don't let that be. What's our song, Jim? 613. 613 is our invitation song. We know God has done his part. He's, he's given the best that could ever be offered through Jesus Christ. And Jesus said in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, come unto me. All ye that labor who are heavy laden, I give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I meet and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your soul. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. Will you come unto him today? Will you surrender your will? Will you give him a try? You see all of the ways you tried has only brought you tears, restlessness, heartache, bad relationships, hurt, all types of things. How about Jesus? I encourage you to try Jesus. And if you don't love the results, the devil will always take you back. But taste and see that the Lord is good. I believe you'll fall in love with him. And I truly believe you will. What's the song again? 613. 613 is our song. Let us together stand and let us.